have a loaded show, said Dostar. He wasn't lying. This is another great Memphis Wrestling TV programme. Does go by in the blink of an eye. Still available if you want to use it, Dostar. Still available. And it really is fun. There's loads in it. Loads of guests. It all makes sense. There are characters and angles that I really identify with. And actually, nothing seemed to lag at all. There was one problem, which was that Dustin's mic wasn't really loud enough, so I kept having to move the, 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 the sound up and down. But that's just one of those things, isn't it? Um, and it was an issue this week because there was quite a lot at the desk. Not usually a problem. And the desk, capital T, capital D, is a feature of this programme. I'm quite right too. It takes me back to Memphis of the past and to other regional wrestling promotions of the past and that's right anyway without further ado let's see what brilliance there was this week we start with the elements of wrestling quite right too they were the trios winner yeah they were last week but they kind of got it by nefarious means to be honest it was an assist from Tiger Jill, who will be here later on. And um, Van Vicious tears up her I, I hate Van Vicious sign. I suppose he's... I, I suppose he would, wouldn't he? But what a naughty thing to do. How dare you, oh tanned one. Now, they call that Action Jackson out because this is the semi-final of the Cobra Cup. It's going to be Colton Cage versus the Action One. I say Action, you say injury unfortunately this week because uh, he's not there so what they do which actually makes Colton Cage and the rest of them even nastier and naughtier is that they insist that Cage gets in the ring and he's counted out and it's a lovely moment where the camera you see Dostar and the um the curtain to the dressing room or the locker room and he's not coming out Justin's telling us he's, he's not in the building but you still see it because you think he might actually come out so that was really... He might appear. He could do. Nine. He could appear. Ten. Oh. But that was quite nice. So he'll face Mike Anthony in the final. So careful what you wish for, mate. Afterwards, he's on the mic. He's Colton Cage. I'll tell you what, he's a bit breathless. He's out of breath just by getting in the ring and counting to ten. Don't know how he'll fare against Mike. Badly. And now we've got Sonics. And it's not a panty melt, as I said last week. It's it's a patty melt. A panty melt would be something entirely different. A patty mate melt looks tasty. A patty mate, a patty melt looks tasty. But I couldn't have very many of them because my doctor wouldn't approve. I don't believe at my age, anyway. Now we see what happened last week when uh, after the uh, the show went off air when Derek the King was hurt by the gore, the gore, gore, gore. Justin loved saying that last week. Quite right. It's shown again, of course. And uh, he's helped to the back. So we saw that, which is nice to see. Just adds a little bit of something. And then we've got Tiger Joe coming out. Actually, when he was out before, it seemed to me that he kind of had a lot of his own really strong personality, but he didn't really wrangle it into a wrestling promo or a wrestling feud. This is different. I can't hear everything he's saying. He's wearing his soft neck brace, of course, which Dustin likes to call a flea collar. And um, he cuts a promo. 
he tells us why he's wearing it. He tells us why Rhino's here. Rhino then cuts his um, intense promo. But Tiger Joe's promo is something that I'm very surprised to hear. He wrangles it into a really nice, tasty promo. Very well done. Now, this is interesting because you've got Uncle Mikey, who's over. He's not there this week. The Skimmerhorns are, and they are... Um, they come out of a different side of the of the locker room, so you, you've usually got the good guys and bad guys side. And Mikey's trying to bring them to the fans. They're trying to pull him back from the fans. Last week, K Tuma attacked them all. So this week, they've they've called out K Tuma. Now that's interesting. Um, with other federations, I might think it's confusing. I don't know, but with Memphis, because of the storytelling power. And because of the long tail storytelling, I don't quite know what they're doing. I know what they're doing with Mikey, and they haven't really turned him good guy yet. They haven't turned him face. And this is an extra wrinkle. Are the Skimmerhorns going face? I mean, K-Tuma comes out and beats them up, including a rather nice spinning suplex on Brad. He's badly hurt. But um, this could be them turning, and it could add something. It certainly gives a little bit of a further wrinkle and further storyline possibilities for Uncle Mikey, where if he wanted to dress nice for a less price, he could go to Thrifty Man. Now, I didn't like that less price thing, but you know, the guy who does it, who maybe the owner, I don't know, who's a smiley guy, is convincing me that that's better than low price. Yeah, I, I, I like that less price. Very nice. Okay, Country Rocker out. This is, I didn't like this um, angle so much when it started, but I'm really liking it now. They've hammered it and it really works. It sort of, it, it'll get into shape and it has. They owe Big Jack money. So they want him to know that they're going to get the money and they want to do the Metlikoff challenge for the money. So Norman Metlikoff is out. Norman Metlikoff, not Nikolai, not Nikita. Norman. <laughs> they still mention it. And at one point, come on, Norman, Justin shouts. It's almost as if it's making him look foolish. But Norman has a good accent. I mean, it's a standard sort of Russian accent. Maybe he is Russian. I don't know, but I don't think so. And he's got the sort of um, the full Nelson challenge. Well, Carter Matthews is first. He doesn't have a good time, to be honest. Meklikov takes him off his feet. And Carter Matthews does struggle, but eventually he goes out. Not to the cinema or to a restaurant. He kind of becomes unconscious. So he puts it on Chris Hayes as well. He's, he's not had enough yet. You might as well have a go as well, mate. Well, I'm not in the, I'm not in the, the challenge. I don't... Ow! That's the sort of way it went, really. Now, next we've got... Um, we've got Derek, King Derek with Danny P. Good, and of course Danny wants to know what Derek's going to do about Tiger Joe. Cue superhero type music, which I really like, I really like these little moments. And he's saying that yes, he will fight him. There's some triumphal music in the background, it's really nice actually. And Steele, not seen Han Steele for ages, I wish he were in the TV programming. This is part of the uh, Diana Taylor, you need a montage, lots of things happening. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, it's a great film, that, isn't it? Great film. Team America. Must watch that again. Anyway, 
She's training, so she's in the ring with uh, Alan Steele. He's got a wrist lock on her. Then we cut to her with Cobra watching back her tapes, you see. That's what you did wrong there. What you did wrong there is you agreed to a match. No, not, not that sort of thing, no, I don't mean that. But, you know, then, then we go back to the ring and she's reversed the wrist lock on Alan Steele. My word, she's learning. I, I think she'd already learned, hadn't she? Because she, she was actually wrestling and had been for quite a lot. Okay, anyway, we're bound to see some more of these montage, lots of things happening sections. And here's Amber. I do like Amber Rodriguez. And I feel a little bit, not miffed, but I suppose a little bit let down that she's not really been bigged up. Skylar's the one who's been bigged up, of course, but Amber gives us a little promo in which she talks about Love Hurts and, and Heather comes out. Heather Monroe, that would be the champion. They're going to fight together. Challenges Skylar to a, a two-on-one. Yeah, or a, a tag match, and she hasn't got a, a partner. Can't quite hear it because it is a bit low, to be honest. Oh, but Skylar does have a partner. And what a partner. This would be a great guest, Nyla Rose. Wonderful. Of course, Heather and Amber Bale didn't expect that. The Bale never rules, so it's not really the official match. There's an audience member doing the doing the chicken, doing the you know the chicken. That's quite nice as she walks past. And then Nyla, I think, from what I can hear, again, it's a bit indistinct, calls out Amber. Well, when you've got Nyla calling you out, things aren't going that well. But Amber remains a great, great asset to this company, as is Skylar, and as is as is Heather Monroe. The women's division, I, I think we need a few more. I'd like to see Rebel Kettle back, and I'd like to see Nikki Lane back. But it's doing well. Okay. Apparently, when they attacked the Wrestle Center recently, the posse created $5,000 worth of damage. Well, I only saw them breaking up one of the seating, one of the benches. So that bench must be inlaid with gold leaf. Because there's no way that's £5,000 worth of damage, is it? I don't think so. But apparently, one of the great things is, and I've seen this on Twitter now, you can write in to see whether or not they have one more match or whether their contract is... or they can't come back. Is that what it is? But anyway, they're getting the fans involved, and I might well write in. Because I do like this posse shenanigans. I do like it. And they've still got the belts, remember? So if you say they can't come back, they've got the belts and you have to get new belts and they're thousands of pounds, more than £5,000, which apparently is what it costs to build one of those benches because it's got a solid gold inlay and encrusted with diamonds. Okay. Final match, the main event, is an interesting one. You kind of think, well, it's not really main, main event... But it is, it's fun. And I really enjoyed it, actually. On the one side, you've got Cross, who doesn't often fight, and uh, and Smooth, and Martin, used to be precious, now very much Martin. And then you've got, on the other side, Brett, everything, Michaels, who will be fighting, of course, Austin Lane, for the Heritage Championship at the anniversary show. So he wants to pal up with him, and there's a really good reason for it. 
I, he doesn't want him to be injured before they fight. So he's going to bring his mate in. You know, he's beaten up by K. Tuma. No, 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 no. I don't even know who you are, says Brett. Quite right. He's got Big Swole just in cold with him. This is going to be all right, you know. And actually, it is. Early on, um, Lane, Austin Lane, who does a lot of the work in this match, actually, avoids a, a J-Smooth dropkick and goes straight for the STF. Smooth gets to the ropes. Quite right. Martin wants Brett. Careful what you wish for, mate. Brett grabs him, cradles him for ages. Huge fall-away throw. I mean, he must have thrown him 10 feet. And he threw him in the air as well. Extraordinary. Smooth then gets in the ascendancy a little. And he, he likes the Garvin stomp. He does half a Garvin stomp this week. But follows it up with a snapmare, which is very nice. And Swole has a go as well. Double suplex. That is impressive. Yeah. Then you've got Austin again, who belt to bell and best to belt and, and notches on the belt with his belt. And Anyway, he's pretty good. And he gives us a suicide dive straight back in into an STF on Crossman for the tap. And then he raises his hand right in the face of Brett. He says, Brett, Eddie Rose has its thorn. He didn't say that, but I presume I'd like him to have done. And they, they butt uh, chests a little and get a bit feisty with each other. I thought there's res there was respect between them. That seems to be breaking down. And if that's the way they're going with this, with this match, I'm all up for that. This was another great week of Memphis wrestling. Nothing was given too much time that you thought, oh, they're really pushing this. They've got so much stuff going on. It is a loaded show. So much is happening. They can pick from so much that they can just move from item to item really smoothly and easily. And it's incredibly entertaining. It remains the best wrestling entertainment hour on, well, anywhere. And that is testament to the wrestlers and the people backstage and Dostan and Moria. And, you know, I love watching it every week. It's a highlight. And I hope it remains so. I believe it will. Can't wait for that anniversary show. Ta-ta.